Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Today is November 5th. I don't know about you, but for me, time is going by way too quickly. The holidays are just around the corner. If your family and friends will be celebrating at your home, you might want to change out a few accessories. Today, we're going to talk about rugs, one of the more important accessories for your home. Saeed Aslam is the owner of Alishan Fine Rugs here in Scottsdale, and he's got an amazing amount of rugs to pick from, and I know I've been there a lot. And I've seen all the gorgeous rugs that he has in his inventory. Saeed, thank you so much for coming by and talking to us. Thank you for having me, Nancy. Oh, you're welcome, as always. Uh, First, can we tell everybody what your background is in the rug industry? Well, I've been in the rug business for almost 40 years. I got into it when I, I came to the U.S. to go to school in 1979. And I got into the rug business kind of by chance because um, my family could afford to pay for my education, but it was not easy to transfer money out of Pakistan, where I'm originally from. So they would send me rugs as a means of uh, transferring uh, currency. And that's how I got into the rug business. By the time I finished my MBA, I was... uh, already had a running business, and I just uh, stayed with it. So I've had stores in Albuquerque, um, in Minneapolis, in Las Vegas, uh, but always loved Arizona. I always loved Scottsdale. So now this is our only store, and I love being here. Do you often ship rugs out of Arizona? We ship all over the country. In fact, we make it very, very easy for our clients because we'll even ship, like if a client is not sure whether they like one rug or the other, we'll ship more than one rug for the same area and then issue a call tag for them to ship one or two back. So, uh, And we'll also ship on approval to make sure that they're, you know, that they like what they have rather than them having to buy it and then get something home that they don't like. So we'd really make it easy because we do do a lot of business out of town. Scottsdale, uh, overall, you know, we have a lot of people that this is their second or third home. Um, So, and then we have a lot of visitors. So that kind of lends itself to a lot of out of town business for us. So picking Arizona was a great decision because our weather is so beautiful, and yet you can still service people in those cold and windy states. Yep, yep. I think uh, I I love Arizona, first of all, and business-wise, it's been a good decision. Um, And also, um, it does enable us to serve a lot of other cities, and we are very fortunate to where we serve a lot of cities where uh, the clients have other choices. They have a lot of rug dealers in those cities. But if uh, with this product, if you serve somebody well and you are in their comfort zone, then they'll go through the trouble of dealing with you for even an out-of-town uh, home, which is which we feel very fortunate for. Good. But you know what? I've been on your website, and people, no matter where they live, can go on that website and find out a lot. Do you have your inventory on there? We do. We have almost all our inventory on the website. Now, we have literally put in over a 1,000 man hours to get our inventory on our website. 
and that really really helps uh, out of town clients to see what we have as well as in town clients to kind of get an idea just see what type of styles we have what kind of things that they like now what i highly recommend is that if they are in town there is no substitute for looking at the rugs in person to make their final choice but our website is amazing and it really really helps it's alishan.com and it really helps uh, you know the fact that we have most of our inventory okay so just for the people who aren't familiar <coughs> with Alishan.com, we need to spell it. So it's A-L-Y-S-H-A-A-N.com. And you'd be amazed when you go to this website how how much information you have on there. You even talk about the custom rugs, and they can do their own designs, right? Yes. In fact, uh, I believe we have one of the best custom rug programs in the country. Um, we have a full-time manager that handles custom rugs and really holds a client's hand through, through, through the process. We have a 640-color system that is our proprietary system that we have developed. It's literally 640-color palms the, to enable the client to choose uh, the colors from actual wool palms rather than just, you know, like a, like a, a color strips or yeah. something. Yeah. And we have an incredible software that helps us design the rug and do material estimation and stuff. So we make the rugs in a very, very old-fashioned way, the way they were made centuries ago, and we make them in our on our looms in India. But we use a lot of technology to enable the design process and also to um, for communication regarding the rug. We use a project management software just so that we eliminate mistakes because that's usually what goes wrong in a custom rug. So that's why we're so successful at it that we have developed a lot of systems and use a lot of technology and then do it in our own looms. And an amazing thing about our custom rug program is that it doesn't cost any more than an in-stock rug. So you could literally design a rug to the last inch almost of the size. Right, because so many people will go in, even though you have a large inventory, they might find a design or maybe not. But they're looking for particular colors. And even though, how many rugs do you have in your showroom? About 5,000. Yeah, well, maybe they're looking for that 5,010th rug <laughs> that you don't have. And so they can actually design and pick the colors they like. So that's a great system. But today, because we did talk about custom rugs in a previous podcast, but today we're going to talk about a couple of things that I brought up with Saeed. And one of them is how the rug world is changing. What do you see in the last, say, maybe five years, the changes in rugs? I believe the two biggest changes have been um, one is the styles of rugs, the way that uh, they have changed. If you showed me pictures of some of the rugs that we have in stock today, 10 years ago, I would have laughed because they didn't exist in handmade rugs. So the designs have really, really changed a lot. Uh, for centuries, the rug designs remained extremely similar, the traditional and the tribal rugs. But over the last 5 to 10, 12 years, the, there are a lot of uh, contemporary and a lot of transitional designs. Now, the contemporary ones, uh, everybody assumes that the contemporary designs are just modern. But basically, um, anything that is more off the time now, the colors or some adjusted designs, um, are uh, magnificent contemporary rugs that uh, have come about that weren't there five years ago. 
And then the other is the weave that used to be just the drugs were either flat woven or knotted. Um, and now these days, over the last five years, they've come up with a lot of other weaves like tufted and hooked and loomed and things like that. So, so I think they can go on your website and you have a section called blog or maybe educating the consumer, don't you? Yeah, um, three different ways to do that. One is uh, our blog, which is quite uh, informative. Another is there is a link on our website uh, that is for a knowledge center where there's a lot of information. And within that link also, uh, there are linked to videos. And these videos are the ones mostly that I have done. And if I may say so, they're very informative. So they're really worth watching. And you can also search for them on YouTube with my name and uh, Alishan. And it's really worth your while to watch Good. the videos. Yeah. Well, I know every time I go into your website, there seems to be just a world of education on rugs. Thank you. I think I'm going to take a minute to talk about our sponsors, Premier Lighting. And, you know, I have never seen so many light fixtures in one place. It's unbelievable. But their uh, showroom in Scottsdale is constantly changing. The fixtures come and go. They have a lot of different traditional fixtures Indoor fixtures, outdoor fixtures, contemporary, you name it, they've got it. And they go to market a couple of times a year, and then they change out their inventory. So if you're wanting to uh, see their fixtures, and if you happen to live in Arizona, they are located in Scottsdale, but they have a very nice website, just like Alishan's, where they have a lot of information. You can go on their website, shop premier.com and you can also call them if you live in the Arizona area because they will certainly be able to come to your house and help you change your room by changing the fixtures and the lighting so I want you to investigate their particular website shoppremier.com now on the other note I want to talk about my secret word and I've been doing this for several of the websites we're in number eight, I think, and our secret word is food trucks. So you've had to listen to the podcast starting September 14th. Every podcast has a secret word, and when you have 10 secret words, you put it on a piece of paper. Those are for people who are going to attend my Christmas party, which I have yearly. So if you don't live in Arizona, just hop a plane, write the numbers or the words down, and come visit us and be in the drawing. If you happen to be in the design community for the Arizona area, don't forget to listen to the podcast, write the words down, and be in the drawing because she'll enjoy the gift. So back to Saeed, and um, I noticed that he dropped something. So if there's a noise, it was Saeed, My but, but we'll forgive him. <laughs> hey, this happens. It's a podcast. So did we talk about different ways of producing the rugs? Yes, uh, it's kind of like the weaves that I was talking about that they used to be hand-knotted or hand-woven. The hand-wovens are flat weave rugs and the hand-knotted are the pile rugs. But uh, over the last 5-10 years, they've come up with a lot of other weaves that are like uh, loomed, which uh, has the look of a hand-knotted rug, but they're not... Uh, the designs can't be as intricate. Are and the are they bringing the prices down with the? Yeah, yes, they are. And then there's also tufted rugs. Uh, these are glued on the back. What they do is they use a gun type of an instrument that shoots wool through a canvas type material, and then they 
paint uh, latex on the back of it, and which is like a glue. And does this they, latex ever dry out? It does, and I'm not a big fan. That's why I, I lose a lot of money every month in sales because there are a lot of you know clients that would want a price point like that, and uh, but they just don't last and they don't clean. And in Arizona weather, that latex dries. So by the time you have this white powder under your rug, that is that latex drying up, and it's also filling the room with toxic air. Oh, nice um, to know. So you don't want to be breathing that stuff in. So we don't carry that. Are just, people thinking if it's latex, then it won't be as slippery? Well, if they are, then they're wrong. Because the if the latex rug is l- less slippery, it may just be because of that abrasive backing that they have on it. Yeah. Which is a bad way to keep a rug but from slipping. But do you recommend, you know? even if you did, but I know you don't sell the latex back rugs, but if you did, would you recommend them putting the padding underneath? I would, because the backing that those rugs have it can be abrasive to your floor. So we and we definitely recommend padding on our rugs, on the hand knotted rugs, and that's why in most cases we include the pad uh, with the rug. We just give it free, just because we like having a pad with all of our rugs. So I have a silly question for mm-hmm. you. Some of the rugs have fringe, mm-hmm. so when you put the padding under the rug, the fringe naturally is on the directly on the floor. Mm-hmm. Does anybody ever trip because it's a different level? The fringe is on the the floor level. Excellent question. What we do to avoid that, which actually almost makes it better than with the rug without a pad, is we cut the pad about a couple inches shorter than the rug. Oh, so they so have sort of a slanted uh, yeah. to the center of the rug. Yeah, so kind of ah. the rug kind of drapes over it, and it has this downward um, curve because of the pad under it. So it actually almost helps the tripping factor with having the pad under it. More than the tripping, the problem also is that even a large rug, you could slip on the corner of the rug. Like you could put your feet and let's say you have a smooth uh, um, kind of a hard surface Mm -hmm. and the rug could slip under your feet. And the pad also gives it a very cushiony feeling and it also protects the knots. Uh, the top of the, uh, like a hand-knotted rug, the top of the rug has a nap that, you know, that can wear wear over time, but the bottom of the rug is just uh, the bottom of the knot, so it doesn't have much any nap. Oh, so that's interesting. Hey, let's helps. talk about nap real quick. I, I found out from having one of your rugs delivered to a job site, and then um, turning it around gives it a whole different look. 100%. What that does is, in machine-made rugs or hand-tufted rugs, the glued ones that I talked about, the material is just inserted. So it's kind of just standing straight. So which way the light hits it doesn't make much of a difference. But in the hand-knotted or hand-tied rugs, which are both uh, terms describing the same thing, the nap is kind of tilted towards one direction in quite an extreme way. So then when the light hits it, uh, when you're looking at it uh, in the direction of the nap, it's an entirely different color than when you're looking away from the nap, and especially with the high-end wool rugs or silk rugs, that is a very, very obvious uh, difference. So when somebody gets the rug in there and they love the rug, they put it in the room, they really should try it the way it looks when they put it down, but then turn it around 180 degrees so that they can see how it Correct. looks in that uh, in the light, I guess. Correct. And that has another benefit to it. 
A lot of times people really love a rug more from one side than the other, and then they opt to just keep it that way, which works. Unless but, you have a husband and wife who each one likes the way it yeah, looks the other. Then right. they got to compromise or then they got to get a divorce. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> another thing to argue about. <laughs> um, but, uh, but another thing that uh, switching the rug around, other than the decor, it really helps the durability of the rug because you always have the light hitting more certain areas and you have your walking walk you know your walking path uh, is more in certain areas you're sitting and putting your feet in certain areas more so when you rotate the rug if you like it from both sides and you rotate it you kind of enhance the life that it's going to give you it'll also uh, probably take a little bit longer before you need it cleaned Oh, so it has that's benefits. good to know. Yes. Okay. Hey, let's talk about trends in rugs. I know I, I've done a couple of podcasts on trends. Everything is in flux. It's always changing. So the trends for 2018, now we're in the, the end of the 10th month, and people are saying, okay, what's going to be in for 2019? So uh, did you... Bring your crystal ball, because I'm curious, <laughs> what are the trends in rugs and what we see for 2018? Do you think they're going to extend to 2019? I, I think they will, and especially with rugs. My biggest, biggest suggestion is to follow the trends, but don't go for the fads too much, because it's not like a shirt or, you know, and dress that you can... Uh, discard after three, four years. I mean, yeah. they cost money and you want it to last for oh, the rest of your life. I'm, I'm in agreement with you because I keep talking about trends versus fads. Yeah, you don't so, want to look at a picture of your living room rug in two years and go, my God, what was I thinking? Exactly. So what really helps is that, you know, there's a lot of like crazy, literally computer generated type designs that I think will not have the longevity, will not have the, you know, the timelessness. So if uh, even when we carry contemporary rugs, we try and carry soft uh, contemporary, soft modern, um, even southwest modern, many different styles like that that are that are going to have the longevity that are going to that you're not going to want to throw away after five, ten years. Uh, so my advice is to go for more uh, transitional designs and more softer, uh, modern, and uh, transitional contemporary designs rather than the very trendy, hardcore, computer-designed, modern-type designs. Oh, that's, that's good advice. But let's break it down to the rooms. So what do you see in living rooms and family rooms? I think that... Um, the trend has gone a lot towards transitional rugs. Now, a lot of times the term is misunderstood, just like contemporary is kind of misunderstood. The transitional rugs basically just means that they are cross-platform between two different styles. So if a rug basically could be traditional, um, but it's very soft traditional. It is traditional with the softer design, um, rearranged in a more contemporary manner, maybe traditional motifs re- rearranged in a contemporary manner, and then done in more contemporary colors. Now here you have a transitional rug because it has traditional motifs, it has traditional origins, but it is it is more contemporary. Or you have, uh, instead of a modern, what I was just talking about, or you have a rug that is 
kind of a modern design, but it is softer modern design. It has a, some traditional flair to it. Like a, so that that uh, uh, the uh, characteristic of the design and the colors that it could fit in two different categories basically is what makes it uh, transitional. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you see in bedrooms? Are, are they putting little uh, <coughs> rugs on each side of the bed, or do they go with a huge one so that they put the bed on the rug? Um, the single biggest determining factor for that normally is the budget, because nothing looks better than having a big, huge rug with the bed entirely on it, and then the rug making this border on all three sides of the bed. But then you're talking about a lot more money than if you have smaller rugs on the size of the bed. One in-between compromise between the large rug entirely under the bed and the two small ones on the side, one a great compromise also is to put a rug towards the front of the bed with kind of like the front legs on the rug, but the rest of the rug showing in the front. Excuse but then me, you can and, also put a seating area there on the rug. Yeah, yeah. So that just helps in kind of giving you best of both worlds where the rug is almost entirely showing. And then then the only negative with that is that people like, if you have hard surfaces, people like to step on something softer when they get off the bed uh, rather than the hard surface. So uh, one way to achieve that is sometimes if we are doing a rug with a pattern and design and a lot of colors towards the front of the rug, we can accent that with two small rugs right next to the bed on each side, but we make them either just one color or an abrosh, which is just a random color variation of two, three colors that we take from the main rug so that they don't fight with each other, they don't oh, clash. Good, good, because then they sometimes they have a pattern on their bed, so you don't want to go into your bedroom, which is supposed to be a very calming room and go crazy with patterns. Exactly. The last room I was going to bring up was the kitchen, and I'm seeing a lot of runners in the kitchen. Explain what a runner is. Um, Anything narrow and long that will fit in a hallway, and the reason why runners are popular in the kitchen is because the kitchen normally has narrow and long walkways. (laughs) But what I'm seeing is a lot of, I don't know if this is the right term, oriental rugs, Mm -hmm. which are very... Um, kind of traditional, old-looking, never go out of style, timeless, and they're mixing that with contemporary kitchens or transitional kitchens. Now, they're they're similar but not, but I'm seeing a lot of white cabinets this year, a lot of dark tile flooring, and then they'll add color to the room with the runners. Good idea? Excellent idea. A lot of people are really afraid of putting rugs in kitchens and baths because they feel like, oh, my God, they're not going to last there. And they last just fine. I know there's a higher chance of uh, spilling things on a rug in the exactly. kitchen. Exactly. My next so question was because that area between the sink and if they have an island or if they go with a rectangle, that's going to, I know from experience, I drop everything all the time. So how are they going to clean the kitchen rug? What if they dropped a, uh, an apple? And it kind of spread all over because somebody stepped on it. Then what? Good scenario, right? Um, One advantage with that is that wool has a lot of lanolin. Good grade of wool has a lot of lanolin. So a lot of these drugs are very easy to keep clean. Also, if you have a major accident, uh, major spill, then you can get the rug washed and we do the cleaning for you. The biggest difference that I've seen with the rugs in the kitchen as compared to the rest of the house 
is that you end up getting them clean more often. You may have a rug in the living room that you get clean once in seven, eight oh. years, and one in the family room that you clean every four years. Well, it has and one to go the, by the amount of use, right? Yeah, and yeah. so one in the kitchen that you end up getting clean every two years. Yeah. So there's no reason not to have a rug in the kitchen. It just needs more cleaning. So you have, if you do have a very careful cook or family, and they don't spill like I do, would you suggest every day running the vacuum on the runner or once a week? No, just vacuum like you would vacuum the rest of the rugs. Uh, the, you know, so whether you have a rug in the kitchen or family room or uh, living room, just vacuum it at the same frequency. Um, don't use a beater bar and don't vacuum the fringe. But vacuum at the same frequency just that when you spill something on it, Make sure that you dry it afterwards. And you can also use a paper towel and blot the spill out. And sometimes you can spray water and blot and just pick up that spill. And again, just get it washed more often for the rug that you have in the kitchen uh, than the rest of the house. The best, the very best uh, rule of thumb is to let your eye be the judge. A lot of times, uh, you know, you hear advice that get your rugs clean once in five years. That's not good advice. Because if your rug in the living room or bedroom looks clean after 10 years, don't worry about it. Why clean it? Why spend the money? Why, you know, make it go through that efficacy? Um, But if you have a rug in the kitchen or an entry that you use all the time and it looks like it needs cleaning every two years, get it cleaned every two years. Exactly. I have one more question, Mm -hmm. and this goes with the design and trends in the kitchen. If they have runners, say they have two runners, one, they have an L-shaped kitchen, they have an island, they have a runner in front of the sink, they have a runner in front of their cooktop. But then they have an area uh, for eating, so their table is in that area beyond the island. Do they use the same pattern there, only one is rectangular and the others are runners, or do they complement each other? What do you suggest? My two biggest suggestions in that regard is, first of all, never use the same thing. Even if you have the same exact design available, one in a runner shape and one in a rectangular shape, it's boring. If you won't put two works of art on the wall that are the same, why put two works of art on the floor that are the same? But they should complement each other. You know, the rooms that you want to deviate from your main design are like the office or the casita or the bedroom. You want to go crazy, go crazy in those rooms. By crazy, I mean if you want to go someplace, if you want to do something entirely different, you could have very contemporary decor in your main house, meaning family room, living room, dining room, kitchen. And then you go traditional in your office with a Persian hariz or something or go southwestern in your casita or go totally whatever you want in your bedroom. But let the living room, family room, dining room, and kitchen areas be on the same theme. Let them coordinate with each other or it's uh, too big a disconnect. Okay, and as you're talking, I thought of another question, Saeed. So we talked about putting the Persian or the Oriental rug in the kitchen that's contemporary or traditional, but did anybody ever use a very contemporary rug in a traditional living room slash family room? Yes, um, I think that word transitional comes to mind again. Because if you have very traditional furnishings, then a transitional rug that has more contemporary look but still traditional motifs or some traditional foundation to it will still look very nice. Um, it actually will bring it up to the 2019s. Yes. yes. It'll kind of uh, update your entire right. decor without it you having to replace the entire furniture. Um, the one style that really works with even modern furniture 
uh, ironically almost, is uh, tribal rugs. Uh, amazingly, traditional rugs that normally have very floral design and a very detailed pattern don't do as well with more of the modern contemporary furniture. But the more old, the 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 tribal rugs are their origin is even older than traditional rugs. But because of their geometric design, they somehow end up complementing. Uh, modern or contemporary furnishings very well. Or traditional. So, or traditional. So you uh, you want to consider the tribal ones. My single biggest, if you have a great takeaway from all this, use transitional rugs a lot. They, are, they are, don't box you in. They are the most versatile of all the styles. And then tomorrow, you know, you may find another painting you like or this pillow, these pillows you like or this fabric that you're doing. And the transitional designs will give you the most... Uh, versatility to do whatever your heart desires. Right. So if you're on a budget and who isn't and you want to give your room a new look, you can get a new rug, uh, change the lighting fixtures and the lights so that your lighting is a little bit different in the room, throw in some new pillows, and you got a new look. There we go. Good I think advice. that's perfect. Hey, boy, do we learn a lot every time you sit and talk with me, and I hope everybody takes advantage of your website and all the information that they listen to. So I want to thank you for stopping by. Thank you, Nancy. My pleasure. And we're going to do this again, I know, and I want to thank everybody for listening and hope you listen next time. In the meantime, you have a great day. <laughs>